0: Greetings, Guardians, and welcome back to Erico Blueberry, an unassuming Destiny podcast. My name is Chilibin.
1: Oh, it's fucking mecky, isn't it? <laughs> Demonetized.
0: <laughs> yeah, like immediately. Just throw that out the window. Any chance we have of making what is probably two cents on this video at this stage in where we're at. Um, but anyway uh we we're gonna first uh we're gonna we' just walk right up to this elephant in the room um with the jeez, I didn't even think about how to walk into this conversation um the the tragic news what was it? I forget which day it came out, but the passing of um Lance Reddick, voice actor for one, commander Zavala. um I think actually the news broke for us on like Friday or Saturday. So it was after we'd recorded our last episode, but basically the day I was editing it and getting it uploaded. So I put like a note in the in the description of the video um, of just like, hey, we know about this. Obviously, um, we want to talk about it, but the timing of it meant that like this episode is going to feel like whiplash. Talking about last week's episode, like with that news having broken. So um, yeah, not going to spend like this whole episode going over Lance Reddick and his work as great as he was um but it would be remiss of us not to talk about it a bit
1: yeah he had a very extensive career so
0: yeah and and that's kind of at least for what we do here what I what I thought would be good to just cover off at the top of the episode is like what what of his work you and I have actually I don't know, Been exposed to. Because, like, I know he's been around for a long time. Like, The Wire. I've never seen The Wire. I've heard he's in it. Um, It's one of those shows that people talk about as, like, some of the best TV, and I've just never got around to checking that out.
1: It's great. See, th- it is a long watch, yeah. but, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that would be actually my earliest exposure to him. Mm-hmm. Or being just, like, cognizant of his existence.
0: Yeah. Because I think my first real exposure to Lance Reddick was Destiny 1 um Mm. and obviously then the next like whatever nine how long fucking nine ten years of this game now um of just him always being there and like yes some of those characters like your Akora Ray Zavala even Cade when Cade was around like they don't get a ton of voice work in the games and in the expansions and stuff, but like they're always there as like there's yeah. a baseline amount of those characters. Um And he, I don't know. He just like embodied that character very well with like the, the, just the sheer gravity in his voice. Um And that was, that was kind of one of the, um, one of the main sentiments I saw someone tweeted it. I wish I'd written it down who it was, but um Basically that, like, whenever you see Lance Reddick show up to do something, you know that he is just going to, like, give it his whole ass, but also give that role just, like, an immense sense of, like, gravity and importance. And, like, he's just going to take it seriously and just kind of do what the role needs, but do it very well. And the only other thing I've really seen him in is the John Wick films as the, like, concierge at the Continental Hotel. He's... And he's just, just, so he just fucking stoic. nails that. Like he's just yeah. like I'm here just to be a servant and just be here for whoever you are. Coming in, I will do exactly what you need. But also, I've got a basement full of guns if you need to pop off Keanu. Um, yeah,
1: he was so good in the third one. Yeah like he got so much more like time on screen in the third one. But, but and even just...
0: and and this is the thing that I've said about that first John Wick film a lot, is like they don't explain shit but they make you feel like there is a lot of importance and, like, lore behind all of these things they're exposing you to. Like, they're little coins that apparently carry all this value, and one coin will basically get you anything. And then Keanu's got a whole briefcase full of them. Um And it's just that thing of, like, he's not saying much, but he's he, like, just gives you that sense that that first film carried of, like, there's a lot more to this.
1: Also, like, he just... We'll get into him, I guess, as a person. But even in the third, like in the John Wick film, and then occasionally in Destiny, he delivers a punchline. Like he's got comedic timing. Oh, yeah. And it's that stoic, deep, raspy voice. And like in like our live action acting, I guess, rather than voice acting. It's just that stoic nature where he just delivers the line straight faced in that voice. And like you're you like you lose it because it's just like especially the third John Wick film where he just drop a line yeah or like a simple motion like taking a sip of tea for example and it's just he's so good at like yeah
0: well I I think like yeah that comedic timing allows him to avoid being like typecast as the guy with the big voice which is kind of like Christopher Judge right the guy who voices Kratos in the in the most recent God of War series like he's the guy with the big deep voice and that's kind of his bag and like, yeah, there's bits Forever, of, there's just bit, boy. yeah, there's bits of humor in there, but it's not really ever that character telling a joke. So you don't get to see that. Whereas I feel like Lance Reddick was always able to like take what his voice can do, but like he knew how to use it for different purposes, comedy being one of them. And like, you just slip that in there and be like, damn, did you just make this incredibly serious character tell a, a funny ha joke? And it's just so good.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be weird. It it already is weird.
0: Yeah. So I mean people would have seen on on Twitter and stuff like that, like people logging into the game and going and like, you know, doing the 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 classic Destiny 2 emote in the tower group uh flash flash mob I guess is the best way to describe it, but like posing like posting vigils around Zavala in the tower and that that stuff is super sweet and like i i i think i i didn't play the game for like a good three days after the news broke not because like because i was trying to stay away i was just doing other things but like by the time i got back to the game all of that stuff had kind of like dissipated by then um people were still like running the emblem that everyone kind of picked up to to show tribute um but yeah, it was uh that that was a bit weird of like seeing the character model there and like then my brain going, "Oh yeah, that that is kind of we're going to have to embrace that at some point because like there will be an amount of voice lines they've recorded that we now have to run through before we run out." And yeah. I, I would have to imagine that they just cast another voice actor, right? because Zavala is still such a big character in the story. um i don't i don't I don't really see them like using this as an opportunity or a reason to work Zavala out of the story and out of the game as much as the two are so closely linked. Um, but there's gonna be a point where we run out of Lance Reddick's Zavala voice lines.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I played day of. So when I found out I had a little bit of a not a cry, but like a teary. Like where you're like, mm. oh fuck. Because I found out on the train and the way yeah. to work. So I had to kind of be like, Woo, okay, shit. Um and then you know, Twitter's popping off about it and it's just like got to the point where I was like, I can't check Twitter. I can't look at Twitter today because this sucks. This yeah. sucks so hard. And then I walked up and I was like, ah, you know, for some reason kind of slipped my mind and I jumped on destiny, not slipped my mind, but it wasn't there because I'd had a full day of work and I was doing other things. And then I was like, oh, I'll do my strike pinnacle tonight. And then he just, he turned around in his animation and did the guardian. That was, I was, yeah. Balling, sobbing. I think I snapchatted it to you. you, you. Did. I was like
0: You're like mid, mid cry.
1: <laughs> Fucking sobbing. Um and then did my stuff and it was like every time I got a strike with a Zavala voice line in it, that was I was gone again. <laughs> it started crying again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I, I don't I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do some kind of in-game thing even just to, like, quietly pay tribute. Whether that's, like, hey, this week every strike is Lake of Shadows and every one of them will give you the Operation Baby Dog voice line when you load in. Like, something like that that's, like, kind of cute but, like, really puts his voice work front and center in some way. Um, Something like that would be kind of fun.
1: Just Operation Baby Dog knowing how much he loves dogs yeah like how much he loved his dogs and like how much work he did for like rescue charities and Mm. just him as a human being too i think it not only is like the destiny community losing a really important voice it was just within so many different communities he was an important voice like yeah
0: well, cause he was not just in uh, the literal sense actually voice actor for silence in the horizon like horizon zero dawn forbidden west that series and i mean yes yeah, it's like similar sort of voice characteristic but like very different character motivations and more more like more i don't know agency and kind of aggression within that character and he's like able to sort of you know embody that very well as well um but yeah, just yeah. F- like to to quote Keanu Reeves at the John Wick four, uh, premiere. I think it fucking sucks that Lance isn't here. Like it was at the end of this question about like his relationship with with Lance Reddick, and he's just like, yeah, just, just like just breaks all his media training. He's just like, yeah, it fucking sucks. Lance isn't here. And that's yeah, that's kind I of saw the
1: all thing. the pictures of like the actors posing because they put like a big poster up, right. Of him, Um, and, yeah, saw a lot of the actors, you know, posing. Um, The Erica, who does the voice of Anna, Mm. she had some really sweet things to say about him that hurt my heart a little bit. Yeah. Um, Just a lot of fucking sucks. We never got to run lines together. We were always in different spaces recording, but he always had something so sweet to say to me when he heard – my lines back or like he got to hear or see the finished cutscene, he always was so supportive and had the sweetest things to say. And I was just like, Yeah. Just judging by his Twitter present, you could tell he was like he was one of the good ones. Yeah. Like he he seemed so sweet. He was there for the community. Well that that also fucking hilarious too. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, but like
1: wasn't afraid to roast the shit out of people. But <laughs>
0: like, that that's also the other thing that like we need to mention it. It like he actually fucking played a lot of Destiny. <laughs> like,
1: oh, the fact is that <laughs> apparently he just had the last mission left in Lightfall.
0: Yeah, that that sucks. That I, fucking sucks. I also saw a uh, like a chain of tweets from a I forget who the um, the Destiny dev was, but they were they were recounting a story of Lance running a raid with them. And him just being like the most patient, chill dude, and just like vibing and kind of working out roles and um yeah, what one of my fucking favorite videos uh is like it's one that he just posted to to his Twitter account and he's just like, My wife's away, the dog's at the the dogs are at the sitters, you know what that means, and he just shows us and he's just like gonna play Destiny and he's just fucking jazzed about it. So good. Ah, uh, I think it was running the the um, the ship that he was running because it showed as like an orbit screen was the the Kel, the Kel whatever the fuck it's called, but like the big, big one, the big fallen ship, and he got some dumb shader on it. I'm like, yeah, this man like actually plays Destiny, like he's doing the dumb shit with shaders that we all do. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it sucks. But it's dude. also
0: funny. He was like a warlock main, I think.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just it And we'll get into the story stuff, but like fuck it sucks. Yeah it just sucks. Yeah. And he was only 60.
0: Yeah, but I think they said it was and like it was they so said it was sudden. natural causes, I think. So it was
1: uh, so sudden apparently too, so
0: Yeah, so shout out Lance Reddick. Um goddamn. That's uh yeah. It fucking sucks he's not here. <laughs> um oh
1: the washing also oh, that just reminded me because i meant to share it in show notes the washington post did an article called the weirder side of john of uh not john lance reddick yeah and it's just got some of his like stuff he's done for roles but then also talks a lot about like just his general fuckery
0: online well, did like you, did you watch that a, clip of him massive... from the Eric Andre show that I shared yeah cuz he just like walk he like does does the usual weird Eric Andre interview interview skit which was all his idea and then he comes back out like shirtless he's ripped by the way in this clip and he's got like a star trek visor the Star Trek logo, I guess, stuck to his chest and chains. And he's just like, where's my iconic slave role? I wish I was Lavar Burton. It's
1: just like, <laughs> so
0: funny. Oh.
1: But then it was like, he, he would post little videos to Twitter all the time. Yeah. And just like making fun of the Destiny community sometimes or like joining in memes, like I, memes about Zavala, the, like...
0: I, f- I can't remember the meme, but there's like, there's this classic like Destiny clip where someone either got him on cameo or just got him to do it, where he recorded this voice line of like a shit post, and then someone dubbed that over like Destiny footage. I think it was like you remember from, uh season of the Chosen. I think where Keitel first like is introduced. And it's in that negotiation where they're talking about alliances. And he's just like, basically just like, no, we're not going to join up with your sorry ass group. We've got the Guardian. They've killed literal gods. What the fuck have you done? It's like this massive tirade. And then they put that voice clip over the cutscene from the game. And it's some of the funniest shit he's ever done.
1: Yeah. (sighs) But also he did a lot of charity work Mm. and he was very vocal um you know a feminist through and through as well like just a real one super rad super rad fucking loved his dogs like yeah yeah it sucks yeah it like, I'm being reminded he did a whole bunch of shit on college humor and fucking mm. funny or die. And- yeah.
0: He would just show up in random shit and you're like, why is Lance Reddick here? And why is it one of the funniest things I've ever seen? What is happening? It's just
1: because he can and wanted to.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like people thinking some of his videos were cameos and it was just like, nah, he saw a meme online and decided to jump on and join in. Yeah.
0: Like- yeah. He didn't wait for someone to be like, hey, here's five bucks. Can you record this thing? He was like, no. I'm fucking Commander Zavala. I'm going to do this because it's funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Fucking. God damn it.
0: Yeah. Are you ready to make the impossible pivot <laughs> and, and try and talk about the video game? Yeah. Um. Actually, like in terms of segues, this is both great and terrible. Uh, this week's story was a goddamn humdinger uh, pulling on the heartstrings uh, even more so.
1: And it just it feels so much heavier with the timing. Yeah.
0: Too. Um, so I'm trying to remember what we're actually doing in this week's story. It's kind of...
1: No, we mis- go ra- to get...
0: Misrax and...
1: More prisoners. More prisoners.
0: Misrax and, and Amanda are like... Going to try and break into this prison to get them. It's on the EDZ. Um, weirdly, Aramis is trying to tell Miss don't do this, actually.
1: Yeah, almost like a blatant betrayal to the, the witness from Aramis, her being yeah. I think she said something like, Turn around, this is certain death. Yeah. Like she's heavily hinting, like, hey, don't do
0: it. I've read the don't script.
1: Don't do it, don't go in there. <laughs> Um, and just for Misrax, and he's like, you know what? She may be serving the witness, but like I, what she says isn't a lie. Mm. And it's just like, excuse me? Um, and then, yeah, there's just some really great banter between Amanda and Misrax. Um, Amanda being fucking badass as always
0: yeah basically her being like hey there's
1: a hole in the roof let's see if we fit
0: (laughs) i always forget that like she runs around with the chaperone shotgun at all times and then like she'll pull it out in cutscenes. i'm like damn what you why do you have this exotic shotgun what are you doing she's
1: a badass correct um there's some banter between there. mr axe being like you know what i kind of understand why the spider got frustrated with me so much now (laughs) Like seeing a lot of himself in Amanda. Mm-hmm. Cause, you know, there there's a line where he's like, oh, Are you sure the f-? like is the ship going to fit through the hole? And she's like, one way to find out. Yeah,
0: yeah it's very much like um who is it? Uh Niobe in The Matrix, which is like, I'm just a good fucking pilot. You watch me cram this giant ship through this tiny hole.
1: Um then you basically run through this prison. And then uh, you go into a room and there's a tormentor and Amanda is up in the security Mm. thing.
0: Security room, trying to Um, unlock some shit.
1: Yeah, and then basically once you defeat them, Meastrax is like, oh, I found the prisoners, and an alarm
0: goes off. Mm -hmm.
1: And Amanda basically holds wires together even though it clearly hurts she holds them together to kind of disarm
0: the system like to open a door so everyone can get out
1: yeah and then she looks really happy and content with herself and is unexpectedly out of nowhere just consumed by an explosion
0: yeah um i have to give credit in a
1: really kind of beautiful way yeah like, like where... that's what
0: i'm saying is like i have to give credit like especially this season and with lightfall to the cinematics team again like some of the strongest work to date is like amanda like front like facing front of shot and like has is looking down goes to look up as this fireball engulfs her from behind um it just And it's in slow motion it just, it looks incredible, but it fucking sucks.
1: I saw people interpret that as she knew the explosion was coming. So she did like the cinematic, like, like I was like, no, I think she was genuinely relieved that everyone got out and didn't expect
0: that explosion. why, Why would you? Why would you? Why would you think that was a reasonable outcome? Yeah.
1: I was like, <laughs> I don't think that's her being like, "Oh, I helped. It's my time to go." It's yeah. like, no, that's not Amanda. Amanda wouldn't just be like, "I've done this one mission." Yeah. Bye, like
0: Yeah, I have also seen interpretations of that along the lines of Amanda coming back as a guardian. Mm. Um given how much work they've put into her story this season of she wanted to be a guardian. Didn't get to b one. Went to the city in that kind of hope. The fact that the weapon it drops you is called Prodigal Return uh, at the end of the mission. Um, I don't. I don't think there's no water held by that theory. I think it it's, could go either way. I think it's a stretch. Um, but I also know that the hunters still need a vanguard, and I. I don't know. She'd make a pretty good one, especially given her connection to Cade. Um.
1: Gives Aldrin an in because she won't remember anything. Yeah. When she comes but back. he
0: will. And if he goes after her, that's wicked manipulative. That's Don't do that.
1: wicked creepy, but I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah.
0: He's two creeps in one.
1: Um, which comes to the sucky hard part. Yeah. Where
0: we go to the farm.
1: Yeah. Zavala is lent up against her body under the, the shroud. And what has he said? Like, Bravery. He's basically
0: just chanting devotion, bravery, sacrifice,
1: over and over again. In which w- given whichever
0: order they come in with, like the devotion yeah, inspires bravery, bravery leads to sacrifice. But just saying those which, three words.
1: Given the heaviness of losing Lance, got me in the gut. And the fact I love man so I was sad. But anyway. but also, the fact that
0: Zavala never moves from that pose with his head up against the—it's not a tomb, but like where the body is placed under the shroud. Um, yeah and you you don't get to see his face he's just there and like all of this yeah. was planned so long in Way advance before he passed. so like it's and we were trying to figure this out before the show it is like serendipity but the sad version because serendipity is yeah. this nice thing we couldn't find a good word for it but it's that it's just w- weird the timing is and then, crazy
1: aldrin talking about getting revenge with the guardian uh-huh um and then once again, the opposite of serendipity happening when you talk to Mara and she's like, I've been alive for centuries at this point. Death is just something I've lived with. Um, She's like, I've come to terms with it, but what I haven't come to terms with is the way that it, she said something, the way that it twists people's faces.
0: Yeah. The way that it... Yeah.
1: Um. Just and the way
0: that it affects people that are left behind.
1: The way it's it's not so much the death that hurts her anymore, it's the way it hurts the people yes. around her. Because obviously yes. she'd be numb to it at this point. Yeah. And like her admitting that um this is like seeing Crow going through grief, and then she says something really poignant about how at the end of it, hopefully you look up and you see friendly faces or something like like you see like supportive and like gone by just because of everything leading into that losing amanda losing lance in real life and then that speech from mara i was like god fucking damn it and and the thing that like my heart yeah
0: the thing that wraps all of that in like additional kind of heartbreak is all of the stuff that they have been putting into these major characters around like hey we used to look at the traveler now we look at those around us those at our side for support for care and then this shit happens and it's like okay yeah we definitely need that uh no doubt but also can you can you still be here a little bit please
1: <laughs> looking to see if i could find the um the exact quote because it's fucking insane yeah. how just who in the chest? The hit. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, and and like, it's
1: I, not up yet, unfortunately, but definitely like, if you do the story stuff, definitely.
0: I, th- I think take, I think that shit would still in. have hit had Lance not passed away this week. Like it's still. Oh yeah, I love decently well done
1: <laughs> i was gonna say i've been screaming about mara for what three weeks uh not mara amanda. um amanda for yeah. three weeks yes. now and how much i love
0: her yes
1: which i've even i've always loved her you guys know she's my she's my resident mullet friend yeah yeah my resident bisexual <laughs>
0: yeah and, tattooed
1: bisexual This
0: kind of thing is like i saw someone saying like this is kind of what happens with secondary characters on TV shows. Is like when they start focusing on them, you know, that maybe two, three episodes later, they're going to get iced. And also her, her but also her role in the tower has become increasingly redundant. You used to go to her for ships, but they were always like green ships. And that was kind of it. And that's all been moved to Rahul. Um, So then they made her like a bit more of a character and gave her a bit more life and a bit more backstory. And then they did the TV thing of like, and goodbye.
1: Yeah. When, when they gave her the, uh, the backstory, her own little sketchy, Mm. as in bad, but like drawn out cutscene, I was like,
0: What you doing? There was part
1: of me that was like, don't you fucking dare. They
0: did. They did fucking dare, it turns out.
1: (laughs) And then when the explosion scene happened, part of me was like, you fuckers. Yeah. You fucking. This is literal bisexual erasure. You come back here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Don't ice your gaze. What are we doing? Frigidity. Give me my mullet queen back. Yes. Um, And the interesting thing for me after having done all that is looking at the quest log entry for the seasonal quest line, we're now at 24 out of 28 steps. So I'm fairly certain we've got one, maybe two weeks left on it. Yeah. And there's, I mean, we'll have like guardian games come through and that'll be three weeks out of the season. Um, but there's not a lot left. Mm. What's the, uh? what's, what's the, What's the season ender? What's the cliffhanger? What are, what are we doing to, to wrap it up, knowing that the next season is season of the deep? Where is are the we going? <laughs>
1: who are we? No, I mean, who are nuking in two weeks? Yeah. Or is this it? Maybe, maybe, crows. In fact, not in fondness they called it, mm. but obsession. He followed around. He followed her around like a fucking lovesick teenager. Yeah. Towards the end there. Um, maybe that his quest to get her back or his desire for revenge takes us.
0: Yeah, maybe that's it. Because everyone else is trying to say, don't go do the revenge thing. It's not going to get you anywhere. Um,
1: his scathing comeback for Mara, where she was like, grief grief is not good. Uh, Revenge is not good therapy, or a good therapist, or something like that. And he was like, "What in comparison to you, what you're doing?" I was like, "Oh,
0: bitch, come on, big sister,
1: fuck off." (laughs) 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 He basically told her to
0: fuck off. I'm not touching that.
1: (laughs) The guardians standing there, and mum and dad are fighting. I'm leaving. Cowboy hat, just like "Hmm."
0: (laughs) God. That's. We're wearing goofy armor and destiny makes cutscenes always funny. Yeah. uh But yes. Uh, me
1: with my multiple fucking creepy arms. Yeah. Just like standing there watching this fight go down, like. Or
0: me, me like going through the Lightfall campaign with some very intense cutscenes, and my ghost is just this little ship with a hat on it, little boat.
1: my being the cloister. <laughs> Googly eyed uh, fraggle rock looking fucking ghost.
0: Yeah, just <laughs> As great. it's
1: being dragged dragged into the face. like, what's <laughs> like, happening? Oh no. Yeah. I should have put a better shell on. No,
0: you made the right choice. <laughs> you can keep your secure yeah, shell. It's... I'm going for laughs. Yeah.
1: My fucking fraggle rock.
0: <laughs> not going to get past that. Um Okay, that's kind of the seasonal story stuff. I have yet to do this week's um, <sighs> so Avalon ball heavy. run. Like, this, the seasonal quest is the only stuff I've done this week. Um, Same. So I've got some other stuff to work through. Um, the Vex mission being one. Uh, I think there's the last... um the fuck is that thing called? On Neptune, we have to do the weekly bounty, and then you go do the thing, the partition that's what it yeah. is. There's the third version of that is out this week which I haven't done. Um but you know reset for us was yesterday so I haven't had a lot of time. I have a job. It's <laughs> just the, the way weekends it goes. coming up. That's it. Um I mean I'm going to the Slipknot Music Festival tomorrow so uh won't be doing going it tomorrow. Going to
1: Miss Slipknot
0: My knot Fest. Um <laughs> <laughs> Muzzle tough. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> do it at the weekend. But I've also, and this is out of shot for you at home, but for you, I think you can see these boxes over here. Um, I've, Aww, I've got a whole, project. I've got a whole PC to build. Um, I've also got the parts I need to like replace the desktop on my t- on my desk. Um, and when I go to do that, I also want to rearrange this room a whole lot. Um, so I might. Be also busy doing very different things, uh, but we'll see. Sure, I can fit some destiny in somewhere.
1: Exciting week, I gotta got
0: put this fucking 4090 through its paces. What better than to run destiny at 4k?
1: Some destiny while you nurse your bang over, <laughs>
0: yes, yes, yeah. That's just because I'll be smashing my head against the wall, um pushing
1: your fingers into your eyes yeah is it the only thing that slowly stops the pain
0: it's the only thing i've found that works if i'm honest like (laughs) i've tried everything like alcohol gets me some of the way there
1: quoting slipknot
0: (laughs) it's like i have listened to a lot of slipknot but i am not that familiar with lyrics because i've i would call myself a casual fan i think that's fair to say but they bring a festival to Australia with a lot of bands on it that I like, and I'm gonna go to that festival.
1: It's a very good lineup.
0: Mm, I'm very excited to finally see Spirit Box.
1: Yes. That
0: um, that that's like, Whew. Very excited for that. Um, but also yeah, getting to see Trivium and then like Megadeth and. Uh Parkway really
1: great Australian acts yeah, are in Parkway there too. Like there. Parkway, North Lane, yeah, Alpha I, Wolf. I, okay,
0: I keep forgetting about North Lane because I have now seen them like two or three times in r- recent uh months, but yes, they are very good live. Um and it's Alpha
1: Wolf knocked loose.
0: Yeah.
1: <gasps> You're gonna see the Arf Arf in real life.
0: God, one can only dream. Um I am getting breakfast with our boy gramps uh before we before we go along to that so it'll be it'll be a good good old boys day um anyway uh some less some less sad stuff um you found this (gasps) random video about dialogue (laughs) being different for new players
1: so for some context (laughs) a friend of mine who I've been playing Destiny with lately, he was like, yo, have you heard the Japanese Nezarek? And I was like, no. And he goes, this is some anime fucking JoJo villain voice acting if I have ever heard it.
0: I saw this come across Twitter. I was like, no way am I setting my game to Japanese for this because I don't know if I'll be able to get my way back out of that.
1: I hunted it down on YouTube. It is, it's art. Jojo villain is exactly it, and I've, it's
0: I've never seen JoJo's. so
1: fucking good. It's your typical like
0: Like the, the deep husky outlandish. samurai villain type.
1: Not even like it's not even like the monotone like
0: villain. It's
1: like the fully like overacted like it's oh so my good. God. It's so Just good. Just hitting,
0: like that on oh my emotion dude. Yeah, like that. Like that oh, energy. Okay. <laughs>
1: Night the Meru, like, oh,
0: no. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Night the Meru.
1: We'll have to watch it after we record because it's so fucking good.
0: Oh, man. And I was like,
1: yo, homie, thank you because that is fucking I, insanity. I also, like,
0: barely caught the voice lines when we did that raid.
1: Oh, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yo, the, for some reason. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm, like, bordering on being offensive here and I feel that. <laughs>
1: He was like, he doesn't speak Japanese, but one time he was just like, yo, I got bored and I changed my game to Japanese just to fuck around. Okay. Because <laughs> he does it with Elden Ring and other stuff too because he he fucking loves it. And I was like, fuck. So I was listening to that and then it auto-played. I was in the middle of a strike so I couldn't go and put another video on. Yeah. It auto-played a video called... Um light uh lightful dialogue differences and the creator is a villainous toaster great name yeah this is by just in case they end up being a shithead a destiny 2 shithead or co- community shithead yeah this is not us
0: we're not vouching, for this, not this not vouching human for this person at all. this video just this video was, was good. neat
1: <laughs> interesting <laughs> And one thing I don't think a lot of people realize is depending on whether you're a new light or a veteran, you get different voice lines from pretty much every character. Well,
0: that's why I asked and you to talk about this because I had no fucking idea and I haven't watched it this It goes video.
1: deeper than that. Depending on if you've done enough is the quote. Right. Um, you've done enough patrols or enough mm. public events the voice lines in different things will also
0: change man this must have been wild trying to figure this out of like where those thresholds are
1: so sam moylan who you do a bunch of he's the scientist who's a little bit too enthusiastic to watch you murder things yeah, yeah. yeah his voice lines will change depending on the quota of public events you've done with him
0: that's crazy
1: so if you've never done a uh p- patrol or a public yeah. event involving sam moylan he acts the first time you go
0: into oh it's like the first time you've heard partition
1: fun. or whatever it yeah, is yeah, yeah. he's he's he joins you on one of those right things. Yeah, yeah i think, I think I th- it's partition he joins you on
0: i think it was the second one it was him or it might yeah. been all of them actually i'm not sure
1: So if you've never done a public event with him, the voice lines are basically him introducing himself to you. Right. And being like, I've heard all about Guardians and all the voice lines through it are like, huh, you're pretty cool. Like that was pretty neat.
0: This is the thing I don't have a good grasp on at all is like how much a new player is funneled into doing things like patrols and public events and like how much of that you need to have done in order to get into something like a partition.
1: Whereas if you do a bunch and then you run stuff with him in it, He's, oh, we make such a great team. Yeah, we yeah, work yeah. so well together like point. your buddy, buddy.
0: <laughs> I think it's um, me and Sam same, are good friends at this point.
1: Same with the archivist, the archivist. Mm-hmm. She's got different all day. Uh, they have different voice lines as well, depending on how much of the mission you've done with them. Yeah. Um, whenever they pop up in different, even patrols and stuff that they pop up in, mm-hmm. their voice lines are different, depending on how much you've done in the memorial. Um. The opening, opening cutscenes and dialogues are more or less the same, yeah. but, like, a lot of Rohan and Nimbus's dialogues lend more to explaining some of the backstory. Yeah, like, I wouldn't expect um,
0: cutscenes to change, but, yeah, all of that kind of uh, incidental dialogue that's happening in those sort of just, like, in-world activities.
1: Yeah, here. And, like, since this discovery, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter kind of pivot, not completely, but a little bit on their whole not enough information is given to you in Lightfall if you're a new light. Yeah. And then it's like they've seen this video and they've seen, because well, this isn't even all of them. Yeah. They're like, oh, as a new light, you're actually, like, kind of drip-fed backstory yeah. and information through these voice yeah, lines yeah, yeah. from Nimbus and Rohan and Crow and Osiris and Amanda and Zavala and everyone who has a interchangeable voice mm. line. I just thought it was really interesting and it's super cool Yeah, because it's like,
0: oh. Yeah, they are actually thinking about new player experience. It's just that, hey, if you have fucking 2,000 hours in the game, you will never see that and they are constantly it's, working on it.
1: It's also interesting in the fact that like, if you're not a player who does world stuff or public True. events or anything True. like that, you're not gonna have a an experience when you run the partition and Sam's talking mm. to you and you're like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's yeah. Whereas like I know in old expansions I'd like jump into a strike or something back when I first jumped back on board and someone would be talking to you like your best mates. And I'm yeah. like, who the fuck is this? Because the exp- I haven't played the expansions before that yeah. or the content Was, before strikes, that got sunset.
0: Like Strikes are weird because they're kind of like compartmentalized like a little. moment in time. Yeah, they're like these compartmentalized little story beats. And so there isn't. The way that they're set up, there's not really a way to have an introductory version to it. It's always just going to be here is the story of this strike. Yeah. Um.
1: But it's yeah. super interesting. Well, yeah, it's cause like, super fun.
0: I remember because I did the legendary nightfall camp sorry nightfall lightfall legendary lightfall campaign as like the first thing I was just like I'm gonna start this I'm gonna finish it date same day um and there were a couple of points within that that they forced you to do things like patrols and public events on Neptune just to like keep the quest line moving so like one of the quest steps was literally like go and do these things or like seasonal challenges will will make you do that in different locations so like, If you're trying to tick all those things off, you will just come across a lot of this. Um, But it's also super interesting to think or to realize that they have accounted for the fact that you might go into something like a partition, having never done all of these dialogue branching trees before that. And so your starting point is in this later piece of content and they've got to like account for that, but still give you the same level of introduction to this character. so wild
1: yeah it was just like a fun little find
0: yeah, yeah. shout
1: out to the homie who told me to watch japanese nesra yeah <laughs> he i cannot Led like, me down a rabbit hole cannot like to I, see went this. Back, I went back and shared it with him and he was like what the fuck i'm not even i knew that yeah. i was like yeah that's so wild yeah
0: One of, one of my favorite things is when games will give you the option to like change in-game audio language but also a separate setting for like subtitle language so that you can kind of have that dubbed anime or sorry subbed anime experience of like yo i want to hear this voice with this subtitle so that i know what they're saying but also it sounds crazy uh crazy good that is um there's definitely been some games from like yeah that would actually be pretty sick yeah 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 <sighs> Good.
1: Apparently Rolk's, Rolks Japanese voice actor is oh, off the hook I, as well. I
0: kind of want to hear callus. I want to know um how much of a simpering little bitch he sounds like in Japanese or what whatever other languages are available. I actually don't know how many languages they do voice for. I want to hear Romanian Callus.
1: Finnish Rolk.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Dona. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was just like one of those things where I was like, "Ah, oh, they, they I, uh, I, I appreciate." Yeah. I appreciate this. That is
0: some some good stuff. It's um, just one of
1: those fun little things. Yeah.
0: Speaking of fun little things, um, I went and loaded up the Bungie store today. Just like, you know, it's a, it's a new season, new expansion. I'm like, you know, they periodically will just drop items that aren't Bungie reward pre-orders. And I happen to see a thing that's like listed as coming soon, which is like this exotic collection. What, sorry, what is it? It's like uh, yeah, exotic armory collection. It's like a, it's the vex galiba, but it looks like it's in a fucking like perspex
1: like it's case display case.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's under the like exotic armory collection banner is kind of interesting to me because I've got the exotic armory book that they put out which is basically from the beginning of destiny 2 up until i think it was like up until witch queen i think it was like here is every exotic weapon just like a nice picture of it and the lore tab just in this book it's very well presented um so i wonder if they're going to be doing more of this sort of thing of like have you seen meta guns on on uh comes up on Twitter yeah. a bit, like pretty yeah. sure, pretty sure the guy's in Russia. He makes really fucking highly detailed model replicas of Destiny weapons. He does it for other games too, but a lot of it is Destiny. Um, I've wanted to get a sunshot from him for a long time, but they are hundreds of dollars and rightfully so. Um, this this feels like they're trying to walk a similar sort of line of like. Hey, we know people have attachments to some of these these items, and we want to give them a little—I don't know—memento me- or or statue or replica or what or a book or whatever it is. Uh, but this thing looks yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm wondering what it actually is. I don't think so. The way they describe it is a display piece features a molded relief of the Vexcalibur exotic glaive in hmm. Destiny Two with a clear acrylic layer painted to celebrate its vibrant colors.
0: Yeah. So I don't I don't and also given it's $60 US, I don't think it's an actual like physical replica of the weapon. It's more like
1: It's like one of those layered yeah, like, art piece kind of things. Like kind of
0: a three-dimensional art print sort of deal. Um but yeah, it's like in this long looking board with a glass thing in front of it. I don't know. It it looks pretty cool. Um I don't think I will be getting it um just cuz I I mean what would I do with something like that but I think it's neat. Yeah,
1: I rent I again hang things.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but that was pretty neat.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I'm going to wait to see people receive it and then yeah. I might decide if I'm going to make the leap of it or not. Yes. So I still have to buy the jacket. <laughs>
0: Get a jacket. Um The other thing that I think basically came out in the last 24 hours. Um, and I think this will probably be the last thing that we've got for this episode. Um, There was another one of the classic midweek giant fucking blog post about some updates that are either coming soon or later, um, all centered around crucible. Um I took a brief look through it today, given that I'm not like huge on playing a lot of Crucible. I didn't like take a lot of detailed notes, but I can remember some interesting things. Um, it's worth taking a look because there's some really interesting, like, actual statistics around how some of their matchmaking models work. Um, in particular, the fire team based matchmaking that they're doing for. They're definitely doing it for Iron Banner and Trials. Um, which is why they've gotten rid of freelance modes. I didn't even know this. So the reason they've just removed freelance modes from those two is that their default matchmaking in the regular playlist accounts for it. So if you load in with as a solo, it's going to try and match you into a game full of solos as a preference. And then if it can't find a match fast enough, it'll start to expand out. Uh, but they've got some like tables of stats and graphs and things to kind of, reinforce how that works and saying that like hey if you load in as a solo i think it was something like 80 percent of the time they will correctly match you into a game full of solos um and they've like the yeah showing the percentages of like hey these configurations will match this amount of the time and and that stuff's really fascinating Of like okay the freelance i would always load into a freelance playlist as a solo player for those modes and now knowing that like oh, they're not there because they don't need them anymore. Their matchmaking model just works well enough to account for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also going into their, their other matchmaking modes around like skill-based, loose skill-based versus connection-based, whatever, and actually just like describing a detail, like how it works, showing that the way it works matches to their models and, and all, this, all this stuff of like, yeah, there's some things that they are tweaking to make it kind of feel better, um, but by and large, it's kind of working as intended. And they're doing—they're putting some extra stuff in there just to stop people from like they put what do they call it? Stomp protection and farming protection um, for some of the stuff of like, hey, if you are repeatedly going oh and five, we're going to drop you down into a different skill block so that you can kind of recover back out of that and maybe by the time you do that you'll be at that level where you got stomped um same thing for farming it's like if if they recognize that people in your fire team are throwing matches or doing stuff to try and farm rewards out of the activity they will redirect you um or redirect them into a into a um into a matchmaking pool that where that doesn't isn't isn't affecting things um so yeah like a lot there's a lot of people talk a lot of shit about matchmaking on twitter it's like you actually have no fucking idea what you're talking about it turns out yeah and they're just showing you all the numbers in this in this post which is very cool to see um some stuff that they talk about coming in a mid-season patch uh in terms of crucible changes they don't put a date on that in the post we do know that there's a, a patch heading this week i think tomorrow for us they haven't like in this post. They don't say that it's coming in that patch, but it will be coming probably in the next few weeks. It's I, w- I would guess. Um, and there's um, everything else in here is like they're talking about season twenty one, which is the next our next season. Um, so yeah, some cool stuff coming. Um, they are taking Clash out of the uh, quick play playlist. So now the quick play playlist will just be Control. Um, which i kind of love because clash i I find it boring because like it's just team deathmatch and the the score goal is way too high you just i I find it boring
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: but if you're constantly trying to get zones then at least there's something to be doing if you're not like getting a lot of kills like i don't um so that's pretty neat they're also separating the Crucial rotator playlists out so you will have i forget what they call the like the normie one which is where you'll put like things that aren't mayhem and um uh team scorched they'll put that in one playlist that is always active and they will have another always active playlist that they refer to as crucible party rotator um so you'll have like mayhem this week plus like showdown or whatever one of the more competitive rotator options is and like those two playlists will just always be there so it's you're not waiting oh, yeah. for one of the party modes to mayhem come out. Yeah, like it's basically it's mayhem, it's team scorch, and it's momentum control. Those three are on a separate rotator to all the other rotator modes. Um, I like that. So one in three weeks will be mayhem, which is fucking rad.
1: <laughs> I love mayhem. I'm
0: here for MomCon. I really love MomCon.
1: MomCon
0: and Mecham. Sorry, MomCon, aka Milford Palooza. I don't think we had any other other names for it, but I like those. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else there. Oh yeah, so those of us that have gilded Dredgen or glorious already, because the game seemed to be bugged. Turns out, yeah, it fucking was. Of course, it was. Like you shouldn't be able to gild a title with one triumph. Um, They're going to be rolling that back, uh, basically removing the gilding if you haven't actually ticked all of the gilding requirements for the season um and then obviously if you have got gotten those triumphs in the meantime you can just tick them off and gild it anyway um i kind of figured they would do this because like i shouldn't have gilded dredgen for the eighth time on like day three of (laughs) Lightful. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not how this works <laughs> as much as I love Gambit I'm not that much of a psychopath
1: <laughs> I um as someone who doesn't care about titles I'm a little bit less like bothered by it and I had someone in our clan come like, have a bit of a cry about it <laughs> I just said rip bozo <laughs> <laughs>
0: not wrong like it's a silly I thing like, to care rip- about <laughs>
1: rip bozo and they responded with like a sad emoji and i was like if it's not meant to happen what did you expect yeah. was going to happen they would just let yeah. everyone
0: know like no it's not how gilding you ever probably worked. be
1: more empathetic but like it's just a title no, it's, it's a
0: very silly thing to care about and also i don't think the effort of gilding something like dredgen is actually that hard especially with the changes they made this year of like yeah. oh it's like 30 what is it 30 match completions but wins count for more than one so it's like it's actually not that hard Yeah you just got to play a bunch of gambit and like you wait until it's bonus infamy week and you just play a bunch of gambit and that's that's it for the season It's not hard
1: Yeah <laughs> just <riposo.
0: laughs> Yeah reposo um Yeah yeah I don't think there was much else from that playlist, I, I do know that this week they are fucking fixing Thresher damage, which I'm very excited about. Because that is that is the thing that kills me the most when I'm trying to do terminal Holy overload.
1: Fuck just threshers absolutely yeah. nuking me from all Yeah, so
0: like I will load into a terminal overload, immediately put seven rounds of xenophage. That's what it takes to take a thresher down, uh, into that thresher. And then I will go about doing the activity. But then by the time you hit like wave two and wave three, there's more threshers. Uh, Those things can fuck off. Uh, And also they show up in like the arms dealer strike and they're also doing something there.
1: Also, like that was the thing that kept fucking getting me in this week's story mission too.
0: Yeah. So I think the patch that should hit tomorrow will fix that. I don't know if crucible changes and stuff are in there, but thresher damage is getting fixed. Uh, so. yes please and
1: thank
0: you just silly silly stuff um but yeah have a read of the crucible post if that's something you care about There's, they are making some interesting changes to some of the trials uh passages uh you know the passage of mercy aka the one i always get because it uh forgives one it gives loss. a loss yeah it now, it now forgives two unless you've gone flawless Eww. um they're making a change to another one which is I forget It's One of the ones that actually matters If you get wins um, Which I cannot bank on So don't ask me I'm not a sweaty boy At least when it comes to Destiny Yeah Crucible Changes Are coming But no maps Which Like get over it At this point (laughs) It's all people ever talk about With PvP Is like When are we getting a new map It's like I don't know man yeah eventually
1: probably yeah map
0: design is hard they're they're changing the weighting on the existing maps and just to get certain ones appearing more often and some of them don't even show up in certain modes so i don't know i don't play enough crucible to give a shit about a problem like that but i get it if it's all you do but also that's the same problem in any like pvp shooter
1: yeah, fucking try playing Counter Strike and having a voting system so all you get is fucking Dust 2.
0: Bro, what if you played Counter Strike 2?
1: <laughs> Counter Strike 2.
0: It's so funny, they're releasing a game called CS2. Like, I could get it if CS2 was the internal code name because you're putting it on the Source 2 engine, but CS2 <laughs> is such a shit name.
1: I mean, it's Overwatch 2 as well. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: that one kind of makes sense. But you've gone Counter Strike. to be another game. Counter Strike One Point Six, Counter Strike GO. There's probably one I'm one or two I'm missing. And now you're just uh, gonna think... call something fucking CS2. Source. I think it was like Source. Source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was One
1: Point Six Global Offensive. Yeah.
0: And now CS2. That means we're never getting a CS3. Hmm. Uh.
1: As long as we get rid of Dust 2 and Nuke, I'm no, going
0: get ready for Dust 3 <laughs> and Nuke 2.
1: No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of those maps!
0: Yeah, but you know they have to put them in there or people will not yeah. buy the game. That's the problem. True. Call it True. Counter-Strike Get Fucked Boy.
1: <laughs> Counter-Strike Get Out of My House. Counter-Strike <laughs> These Nerds. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Counter Strike globally offend your mum.
0: Ooh. Counter Strike, go on, get out of here. Go okay, on get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see you later. I uh, yeah. Destiny. Play it. Um come get a taste.
1: Come get some.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm doing at this point. Oh it's no, been we're week.
1: unraveling.
0: <laughs> yeah, and this is the perfect time to end the episode and get the fuck out of here. Um, what was that three weeks in a row? We've actually got an episode done. That's that's good by Don't don't quote me on that. I don't I don't know.
1: We are um consistently inconsistent.
0: That's a, that's the Erico Blueberry guarantee. We might put an episode out this week. Um. Speaking of guarantees, I might have rearranged my entire home office by next episode, um, but I'm not going to promise that because I'm also lazy, uh, and I don't. I like. I'm doing a full fresh PC build. It should be pretty straightforward. I'm not trying to like slap new parts into an existing system and hope that Windows recognizes them all. This is like, no, I've bought a fresh copy of Windows for this thing. Like, we're going, we got a brand new baby. Um, yeah. So I think it should all just work. It's like really expensive Lego.
1: True.
0: Yeah. I just got to make sure I do the thing where I put the new special power adapter correctly into my expensive GPU because do it's so you funny. Make
1: sure you f- fucking ground yourself before you touch it. It's
0: so funny to me that like all these people were freaking about it freaking out about this new nvidia power adapter for these massive gpus it's like no no it turns out none of these motherfuckers were plugging in correctly and they told you that come on come on man uh. anyway here's hoping i don't fuck that up too um yeah but i'm gonna spend like five minutes just like putting everything behind it like get in there please click into place um but yeah, that'll that'll be my weekend. We'll see. We'll see if I actually get around we'll to see. it. We'll see. I really want to because it's like two bits of wood have just been sitting there for weeks waiting for me to have enough time to fully dismantle my desk setup, take all the monitors and PC bits and stuff off it, and then rip the top off of it. Yeah. It's a lot of work. But I, I get done. to do fresh cable management, and that is oddly satisfying.
1: I was going to say, once it's done, you'll be happy you did it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That'll do it.
1: That's all.
0: That'll do, Pig. Um, we'll see all of you next time. Please. Since I was going to say get in the comments, but I don't know why. What would you say? What would you say in our comments? Say some cursed shit doesn't have to be about Destiny, but it's probably better if it is. Um, Tell a friend about the show, especially if they play Destiny and are a little bit scuffed. That's kind of our brand, I think, at this point. Um, But until next time, bye.
1: Bye.